My name is Ed Akira, and I'm the producer of the short film documentary, a film called Blacks Can't Swim. The aim of the film is to understand why a disproportionate amount of black people and ethnic minorities can't and don't swim. On my journey to find the truth, I have the pleasure of speaking with a DJ, author and presenter. He was a host on BBC One Extra. He was Dizzy Rascal's official tour DJ in 2008. As an interviewer, he interviewed a number of hot names in the industry, including DJ Khaled, J. Cole, Skepta, and many others. In 2009, Drake's first UK interview was with this gentleman, DJ Semtex. Welcome to In The Deep End with Ed Akira. Hey, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Did that did leave anything important out? There's so many things that you've done. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the main things are, I mean, basically, I'm a DJ, broadcaster, and author. I've, I've released a book and um, fan of hip hop first and foremost, and, and pretty much that sums everything up. I've done a lot of things. I've, I've toured the world, DJed on every continent. I've worked with some of the biggest artists of our time, and um, I've been on radio stations for the last 17 years between BBC. Now I'm at Capital Extra, and Basically, it's just, I just got a passion for the music. That's what drives everything. I can feel the passion in your voice. And we see it all in your work anyways. Um, swimming. So, can you swim? Okay, so, I've got a very, very different story to a lot of other people in the sense that um, I was born with an illness called lymphangioma, which it basically affected my right arm. So if you imagine the antibodies that go around your body, 360, um, they were missing from my right arm. So if I ever caught a flu, or if I ever caught a common cold, I, most people have to stay off school or work for two, three days. I, I ended up being in hospital for two, three weeks because it really would just knock me out. And it was like, it it was like the weak link to my body, my entire right arm. It used to swell up. Um, it, it was a very, very unique condition. Like, I've only ever met one other person that had it. And because of that, I wasn't active like normal kids, like normal kids who was running around playing football or whatever. I was... If, if a ball had kicked my arm, I'd be in excruciating pain, like excruciating pain. It would just, um, again, it put me in pain. I'd probably end up in the hospital. And from being born to the age of 15, I had um, copious amounts of operations. And basically that affected my life. I wasn't, I wasn't going through life the same way that everybody else was. Um, I probably missed a couple of years of school. I definitely missed a year of school, but in total, it was probably a few years that I missed in school in terms of time off. So when it came to doing sports, when it came to doing other stuff, it, it wasn't, I wasn't in the same timeline as kids my age growing up. So I started swimming um, probably when I was like 10 to 12. And because of my condition with my arm, it, I wasn't... I wasn't as active, but I could still swim. So it was basically it just took me it just took me a while longer to learn to swim. And I actually had physiotherapy to help me do it when I was a kid. So when you were growing up, did your parents actively push you towards swimming? So I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the 
reason why I was swimming was actually because the doctors and nurses said it would actually help with my condition, it would actually make it better. Their theory was the more I exercise, the more I could combat this um, illness, but I don't think that was the case. I think that was like more wishful thinking. I think everything's changed since then. You know, this was like a number of years ago. But at the time, the idea was, all right, keep fit. This will keep the illness at bay. But it it didn't keep... It's like if your arm is weaker than the rest of your body, it's never going to get stronger again. It's like as your body grows... You know, your 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 veins are formed and everything else. Your nerve system's formed and everything else. If if your right arm is inherently weaker, you're never it's never gonna match up. So the whole thing about exercising, I don't think it was ever gonna happen, but it may have helped um, keep traditional illnesses at bay, like the, to the level that it affected me. So that was more the remit. The more the remit was learn to swim to help stay healthy. And, you know, I, I liked it. I, I never had a problem with it. I wasn't scared of water. Um, I was keen to do it, you know. So it 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 did help me a lot, but it kind of, yeah. It, 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 it's like I said, my, my reason for swimming is totally different to everybody else's. So what's, what's your situation with, with swimming now um, in regards to your health, yeah. from a health okay, perspective? Okay, it's a very, very different situation now. Because what happened was, um, and and there was a catalyst which actually involved swimming, where basically I was at a swimming pool in Oldham, Oldham Baths, and and I, when I got out of the pool, I didn't dry myself or anything properly. As usual, I just went outside, wet hair and everything else, and I caught a cold. So this was when I was 15. So... But this cold was deadly. This cold really knocked me out. It, it really did. And again, I had to go to hospital and everything. And I had to have treatment and more operations. And then it was a point where even when I came out of hospital, I was still ill. Because even though it was just in my right arm, it affected the rest of my body. It's like, it, it, it was like, it, yeah, it's like the weak link to my body. It, it, was, it wasn't just yeah, my arm was in pain or anything like that. My whole body was knocked out. I was ill, I'd be pale. Um, and what happened was it got to a point where it was so bad that I went to, to visit the doctor and the doctor was, you know, he was just said, look, you've got a choice. If, if you know, there's an infection in your arm and it's going to spread into your lungs and we either take your arm off or you die. So that kind of situation, being faced with that at that age, kind of didn't bother me because I'd been through so much pain I was just like cool get it over with I was just like oh, fuck it I'm done with this so um, quite a long story short by the age of 16 you know my arm was amputated and I had to I had to address life in every way everyday ways of dealing with things you know it was a very very weird experience to go from being dragged down by this, this painful situation to all of a sudden you're set free. So, and it's really weird because when, when you're walking around and stuff, like it, it messes with the balance of your body. It's like anybody today, if you lose a limb, you know, you're used to walking around in a certain way, but once that limb's gone, it puts you off balance. 
so I, it's not even just swimming afterwards it was it was like even walking properly you know and i guess there's that that phrase what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is definitely true because it really didn't hold me back it just made me more determined to do everything that i wanted to do it made me more determined to live not even a normal life a better than normal life because you know i'd been held back for so long so within months I was able to, you know, I can ride a bike or whatever, because uh, I did that before, so yeah, I can ride a bike now. And my attitude to swimming is, um, I love swimming, you know, that's the first thing I did was figure out how to swim, and, you, you know, with, with any situation, you just figure it out, like, I'm not doing this today to be like, hey, look at me, be, you know, I'm amazing or whatever, it's not, you just, you know, you, you just... <laughs> you just deal with it something happens you just deal with it and get over it and that's all there is to it so i wanted to continue to swim so i figured it out i could swim very very well i can do backstroke i can do breaststroke i can swim like 10 20 lengths or whatever there was a point where i was getting ahead of myself when i was considering swimming the english channel which i don't think would have been a good idea but it shows you the intent so yeah that's my attitude towards swimming now because it was direct, directly or indirectly the reason that led to your arm being amputated. Did you have any animosity towards swimming? But from what you've said just now, you clearly didn't. There's, there's, there's no animosity. I mean, it was going to happen sooner or later. You know, it's, if it wasn't that, it would have been something else. And, and it's, if anything, if we do look at it like that, if anything, it's my fault for not making sure it was dry properly when I came out of the swimming pool is my own fault. So it's not even, I wouldn't blame it on anything or anyone, you know. Uh, one, one, of, one of the biggest things I've been talking about um, since um, um, a film called Last Can Swim came out was role models. And from what I've heard today, you clearly are, should be a huge role model for, for the black community for the black and ethnic community in swimming because if in your situation and your condition you can do it and you recognize it um, as a life skill and as a what do you call it for recreational purposes and such then i don't see why anybody else um shouldn't be able to do it so yeah well, thank mean, you very I mean, much for the that thing is, it's, it's, i don't think people realize the benefits of it and it's actually you know, you see people trying to get fit. You see people going to the gym. It's, it's actually the, the best way to exercise because you, you're conditioning your body at the entire same time. My only gripe with swimming is that in the UK, the weather's horrible. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Don't when, we I know it. when I go on holiday, I'm in the pool every day, like two, three times a day. It's, it's, I was on holiday recently, early this year, and I felt so much better when I came back that... Honestly, it, it really does hit you how this country affects you over here. Like, when I was over there, I was like, I, was, I mean, obviously I was eating healthier, but I was swimming every day. So, you know, there was no aches, pains or anything like that. I felt, I felt like Superman every day. I just felt mad healthy. And that lasted for about a month or two from when I came back. But as soon as you come back to this country and you get out of that cycle of doing that, it it, it wears you down, the, the aches, the you know, the, 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 the pains that you get. Like, everybody has them. They're minor or whatever. 
But it, it really, I don't know if it's everyday life, or I don't know if it's the weather, but it does take its toll on your body. And I think there was a clear difference of health from when I was swimming in July and I was doing this three times a day. I wish I could do it over here. It's just that I don't get the time to do it, and that's, that's a stupid, lame excuse. But and, and the weather's not as good, so when you get out of the pool, it's freezing cold and everything else and all of that. So it's... But, I, I do need to to hit the local swimming pool and just to spend half an hour there or something. But it, it, I love it, you know. Cause as you know, I'm only now learning how to uh, to swim. I do it once a week, and every time I go to um, the swimming pool, because I'm doing it down in London Bridge and Fitness First with Swim in Nature. Before I even get changed, I I text uh, my my swimming instructor. I said. Is it cold or is the, is the pool cold or is it warm? <laughs> Shall I bring a kettle? <laughs> because yeah, because you know what, when you, when you get into the pool and it's cold, it's like oh, it's hard, yeah. So, I don't, so I don't yeah, I hear you. That. Just jump in. Yeah, I know, I know. That's when I started doing it. You know, just you yeah. know, cool guys, just jump in there, <laughs> get it over with. Jump in. Yeah. Just, just jump in, and I, and I think even if. You know, the only way you're going to overcome your fear of swimming is to just jump in, literally. It is like the metaphor, diving the deep end and everything else. But just just jump in, and then if there's no there's no shame, there's no embarrassment, it doesn't doesn't matter what level you're at, just go for it. And if you, if you, you know, can get, it's easy to get swimming lessons. It's very um, commendable to start from the beginning if you haven't swam before. And there's there's nothing to be afraid of. As human beings, we naturally float anyway, so you're not going to drown. You know, it's, there's no fear of that. What I have got a fear of is swimming at sea. That freaks me out because that's different. It's it's not so much the fear of water, it's the currents. I think I've seen too many films where people get swept out to sea and everything, and it's just, it's very... Um, I mean, that's different, but, you know, again, I was on holiday and then... Someone said there were sharks nearby and this, 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 that, and the other. And and the current is, you know, as human beings, we're ants on this mud wall hurling through space. You know, we 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 are nothing compared to the power of nature. So for me, that that fear of waves and being dragged out to sea and everything else. And I'm not I'm not a professional swimmer. I'm not as good as some people. There's some people that can just dive into the ocean and just swim, and they could probably survive out there for a few days but for me it's like i'm not at that standard yet i'm not at that level so that that is a fear you know i'll go in the water but i'm not gonna go too far like it does freak me out i'm not gonna lie but swimming pools i'm good i lived in ghana for um up until i was 16 right. and, and one of the reasons why a lot of people um because they have they have this beach in accra called um, labadi beach it's a lovely beach and you go there and it's for nice and hot, nice sandy beaches and all that. But they get a lot of drownings there because a lot of people go there to learn how to swim. And because they're not they're not in a controlled environment, you know, the current comes at any given time. The sea is, uh, is one of the places where you've got to be very careful if you're learning how to swim. Yeah, you have to respect nature. I mean, it's the same as if you was going to climb up a mountain. You know, some people might just think, yeah, you got you need training, you need the right equipment, you need the right conditioning. It's the same thing if you was going to go to the desert or anything. you really got to respect the nature, you know, because um, it's those moments when you realize how insignificant you are as a human being. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I went, I went, I did a, I did a bit. I mean, I got the scuba mask and I did a bit of that in the sea, and it was a lot of fun, and it was dope to see all the fishes and everything. And you know, I was swimming at the most shallow part, and the minute there was a wave, I was like, "Yep, yeah, back on the beach, let's go." <laughs> but it's, it's just, I, I think that's just common sense. I think if you're not a professional swimmer, if you know, don't go in the water if you're drunk or anything like that. It's just basic common sense, you know. But I think definitely in swimming pools, just just practice, try and do 20 lengths, like push yourself, do maybe just start doing whiffs of the pool, then doing lengths, and then do five, then do 10, then push yourself to do 20, and um, just take it from there. It's, 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 it's invigorating. Costs. It always comes up as um, one of the reasons... Um, I'm not going to say excuse, but yeah. I'm going to say a reason why people say they can't swim. If you've got about two or three children, taking them for lessons it can be quite expensive. What's your thoughts on that? I think that's nonsense, and I think it is an excuse because, you know, if that's the case, don't don't pay for Sky, don't pay for Netflix, don't buy those night trainers, don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make the sacrifice elsewhere. This is This is a life skill. You never know when this might help you in life. You never know where you could be in that situation where you're like, you know what, I can swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's a situation where you've got to save someone's life. Maybe it's a situation where, you know, <laughs> something happens in a plane crash or whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just, you just, you just, you just need that life skill. And again, not only that, it's, it's, it's better for exercise and it's cheaper than most forms of exercise. And once you can swim, you don't pay for them lessons again anyway. I mean, most public baths incredibly cheap. If you're talking about private lessons at a private gym, yeah, it's it's going to be expensive. But there's a lot of public baths throughout the UK, and 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 those lessons aren't that expensive. When you look at what else you've got to buy or you spend your money on throughout the week, and if you smoke, don't smoke. Like use that money to practice or vaping or whatever. If you're drinking, it, it, there's no excuse. Just it, it really isn't. Do you do you think the the media, the education system, the government have a part to play to in, in order to eradicate help eradicate the issue? Um, I think it's as much on parents as it is on the school system. I think um, when I was at school, you know, they had swimming lessons, and I didn't do them because. You know, because I, I, I was ill, you know, I, I did it in my own time. But I do think definitely it should be part of a school curriculum um, in terms of sports education. I think parents, you know, in the same way that you encourage your kids to ride a bike, I think it's up there with that, like teaching kids how to tie shoelaces, how to ride a bike, how to read, how to swim. It's one of them functions in life that should be taught anyway. So I don't, I don't think it should be any kind of blame on, on, on the government like that or anything like that. But I do think it's not everybody's um, interest to do it, you know. Um, yeah, and, 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 you know, it's really intriguing to, to hear about this issue because, I've, I, you know, I've seen what you was posting online and, 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 and I got introduced to what you were talking about via the timeline. And that's why I wanted to reach out and talk to you because... If, if if my experience can help or encourage someone, great. And I think, um, you know, my, my great-grandfather's from Sierra Leone, and I'm probably like third or fourth generation. So my family's been there for centuries, you know. <laughs> and I think, well, 
century or two. And and basically, it's it's it wasn't it, again for my instance, it wasn't an issue of color or anything like that, or you know even friends that was in school at the time that was going swimming. They they, they I never saw that as an issue or anything else. I'd heard about the stereotype about being heavy boned, but that's bollocks. You know, at the end of the day, it's just. Um, this is something that everybody should do, you know. So I'm not, I'm not even going to bother asking you about the question about hair. People using hair as a reason not, not, you know, not to swim and such. I've heard that as well. I mean, even you know, it, I mean, I can't really talk on that, but I do know that um, there's ways around it, isn't it? There's school cats yeah. and everything else. There's, there's a lot of things have moved on now, so. Again, that's that's an excuse, you know. Is just 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 do it at a time when you're not gonna get your hair did, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. or get it braided, and that's easier to maintain. Slavery. So we hear that slavery had an impact on black people's attitude and consequently our fears of water. Um, and they said it's been. They're talking about fears being passed down the generation through genetics and such. Do you, do you think there's any 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 truth in this? Do you think it holds water? Um, excuse the pun. Um, I don't. I don't. I've never heard of that, and I don't. I don't think that's the case. I just think we're in the UK. It's very cold, and there's no immediate need to learn to swim, and. I think it stems from that more than anything else. I don't. I don't think it's anything that's genetic or historically um, fundamental like that as a reason why people of color don't swim. I just think. I just. We live in Britain. It's freezing cold. You come out of a pool. There's a chance you're gonna catch a cold. It's like, you know, it's 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 only we only see the sunshine for a couple of months in the year. So I think if you live somewhere else where the temperature was different, you'd be swimming every day. If if you've got the money. And you could afford a swimming pool, you'd be swimming every day. Yeah, yeah. very true, very true. Um, role models. I was invited to London Metropolitan University um, a few months back to come and do a talk about the film. So show the film, did a Q&A. And I asked, and there were about, um, I think there was about 30 people in the class and 12, 10 to 12 of them were um, black. I asked them if they knew of any um, professional swimmer, and not a single person could. Yeah. And I think, I think that's going to change, though. And I think, I, I mean, did you see on the news um, recently about that eight-year-old kid from Lagos? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. With amounts of medals and awards. I think he's going to be a catalyst to change that um, kind of attitude. So, um, yeah, I hope that changes. And as you know, as we stand right now, there's only one black... Um, swimmer in Team GB, um, Alice Deering, who um, she's part of the Blacks Can Swim campaign as a role model for her to encourage so people see that she's doing it and they will go and do it as well. Not necessarily to a competitive level, but just to swim as in from, yeah. from a life skill perspective. So, so what, have you, what have you been up to? What have you been up to lately? And what's your plans for the future? Um, everything. I mean, Everything, like every everything from DJing to doing the podcast to working with artists um, to music production, everything across the board. And my plans for the future is just to carry on and just just 
build the momentum and to take what I'm doing and and amplifying things to a much bigger space and just take everything that I'm doing to a higher level. I just want to keep. I just want to keep winning. I just want to keep taking what I'm doing as far as I can take it, and to see where I can take it, and just push the levels, push the boundaries, and just help people along the way. And and yeah, you know, that's it basically. Well, thank well, thank you very, very, very much. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of us will be able to take you know take a lot from this. Um, if you're doing it and you're enjoying it and you're you're continuing to do it, um, there's nothing we can use as as a reason not to swim. Just keep on doing your thing. Thank you very much for taking the time out to speak with me, and uh, and the community at large. And let's keep the message going that blacks can swim, and let's change the perception. Let's get rid of the stereotype, the misconceptions, everything else that you know goes around us not swimming, and let's just do it. So yeah, thank you very much, sir. Definitely. All right, and thank you, and thank you for doing this. You know, it's it's um it's a significant issue, and I think more people should be aware. And I think people can only benefit from being aware of this and and being encouraged to swim. But like I said, I think work that you're doing, and I think there's other people that are coming through. I think it's going to change everything. So it's it's all positive moving forward.